This is your Commander-in-Chief. Uh, I'm issuing a warning. The following podcast contains adult content and intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with T-Rex. Shalom, Yeladim. And Marina Shafir. What's up? She's back. She's got a mouthful of food. Mouthful <laughs> of food. <laughs> she's, up? she's hungry. She, 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 she trained today. She sparred, correct? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How'd it go? It went fun. It was fun. <laughs> it was real fun. <laughs> nice. I love your professionalism. Yeah, oh God, unbelievable. I had a, I had a great week. I actually I had, I had some crazy shows. I couldn't wait to tell you about it. So last... Uh, Last Wednesday, Thursday, they asked me to host a show at the HaHa. Ha. Like, oh, I love the HaHa, ha, one of my favorite clubs. And the guy from the Wu-Tang Clan who chopped off his penis, you know, the guy's name, his name is Christ Bearer. There was a guy who chopped off his penis and jumped out a window, window right. but lived. Well, he's now doing comedy, right? So he was he was the headliner. Is he, going, is, is he going by the dickless wonder now? He's, his name is Christ Bearer, right? <laughs> he's not a penis bearer. No, no, definitely not a penis bearer. <laughs> so he goes on stage. So he, like he's they asked me to do it. I'm like, all right, cool. So he he says he's going to bring 200 people. I don't even know. So of course he brings like seven, and, and they're they're all angry at him for that. And then Richard Pryor's sons on the show. Hold ma- on, hold ma- let me go back to this for a second. I have to. I can't gloss over this. What? <laughs> he said, his name is Christ Bear. Christ right? Bear. Yeah. Right? He brought seven people. He, was, he didn't wait long enough for him to turn those seven people into two hundred. Oh, that. <laughs> it was funny because they were all eating at one supper, at one table. No, so yeah. So Christ Bear was right. there, and he. Uh, and Richard Pryor's son, Mason Pryor. Have you met him? No, but I hear he's terrible. All right. Well, he's, he's not, a comedian, too? He's a comedian, too. So they're all on the show. And Richard Pryor's and, – and the crowd's like eight people that are all part of this group called uh, Hollywood and Heaven. I guess they're like some kind of a religious Hollywood crew, right? And they're all to see Mason Pryor. So, and then they got Christ Bearer on. Right? So the, the whole oh thing is God. set up for a complete fucking failure, right? So I'm going on. And it's actually it's, – it's all black crowd. It's a fun crowd. Fun right. group of people, right? And then uh, and Christ Bear goes on last, and he starts talking about how he was on drugs and chopped off his penis. He and talked it, about that. Yeah, he talked on stage, and he was trying to make a joke out of it. Yeah, and it was very awkward, and it was just got weird. So weird, That's so, so weird. weird. And then he he jumps off out out of the window, and then realizes like, oh I fuck, upstairs. I, I don't have a dick. <laughs> I can't kill myself, and I'm broke. Does all this thing right, and it's funny. I'm laughing because right. I'm I'm, in, I'm entertained at least because I don't hear this every day at a comedy club, but everyone's just kind of looking around and shocked so he gets off the stage I'm like wow man that guy ate his dick on stage come on literally ate his- yeah. no, come on. so that was yes that was the story uh, so that was my uh, my, my Thursday well, how night how was Mason Pryor Mason Pryor has potential I think he he's got like the mannerisms of his dad really uh, it's just like it's hard being Richard Pryor's son you it's know? got a heart Richard Pryor, why? Does he like, you know, like, yeah, yeah, does he talk like, no, no, he doesn't have that, but he doesn't have the whole what Richard Pryor went through to get to be Richard Pryor, you know, he grew up as Richard Pryor's son, you know, but he was still a, he was a nice kid, I I enjoyed watching him, Uh, it was just the whole Christ Bearer thing was like, it was just so surreal. So did did he go into whether or not he got his penis sewn back on? Or? I asked him actually, oh and then and then he and then he got did offended. Put it on ice. He got, he got offended. He got, he's like, "Whoa, what? You what? You want to see it?" I was like, "Actually, I kind of, kind of, kind of do. <laughs> I actually, kind of do want to see this." 
I've never seen a Frankenschlong before. <laughs> oh my god! He's got like two bolts in the base. He's got like three so wait, kids. He cut his penis off and then he got it sewn back on. Is what I, you're saying? I guess I don't know. I don't know the oper- the surgery, but I, I would I would think that's what they did. It's called an addictomy. He said. <laughs> <laughs> he said it's not Ouch. as he said it's not as big as it used to be. He, he did say that. He said it's not as big as it used to be. Right. So uh yeah, so that was so that was that. Uh so Christ Bearer, that was that was on Thursday. Friday uh it was Halloween. Yeah. What, 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 did you dress up for Halloween? Just that creepy ass mask that I had. That you just, just you yeah. came in at? Yeah. And Marina, what do you do Halloween? Um well, I couldn't really afford a, like a elaborate costume. And you know when you do Halloween last minute, you always have to like pay extra. Yeah. So um, what I did was I went to the Halloween store with the girls, and I went to the clearance rack, and I found this awesome shirt that had a like a, a drawn on plumber. <laughs> like it had um, it had a pin that says That's I get paid to lay pipe. No way. And, oh yeah, and it had like a hairy chest. And then like on the back of the shirt, it had um, like a plumber's crack. That's cute. That's cute. And did you go trick or treating? What did you go to? Ho- no, what did you no, do? No, I had to work, and um, I saw. I work in Venice, so I saw some crazy shit, and it was kind of like going out. What did you see? Just a lot of like all the homeless people really feel they can come out to play <laughs> on Halloween. Yeah, it's not Halloween. It's just it's just Friday. For right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. And then yeah. they were just turning up, you know. So turning up. Yep. Gotcha. I had gotcha. A pretty awesome. Look at. Oh, that's funny. Look at it. You look pretty cute in that. I know. You do. I know I do. I look like a cute, hairy, chested plumber. Yeah. You you, you look look Persian. Um, (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) thanks. So, I actually, my, I was, I was going to send the day off and then my, my agent at WME, EJ, was like, hey, I got tickets to see Lakers Clippers. Box seats in the WME booth. How cool was that? It's like, dude, it, you live the life. I had a good life. Well, Friday night, I, I actually was like, "This is pretty cool." That was a damn good game too. It was. I know. Fucking Kobe screwed it up. You yeah, know? I'm not. I'm not a Lakers fan anyway, so good. I like Kobe, <laughs> but he should have passed the ball at the end. He was taking too many shots. I guess when you, it's hard because he's that good that he's gonna make those shots. But sometimes you have to know when you're not making them. And I don't think he, he either knows or cares. He just he just keeps he's shooting. Just shooting them. He just keeps shooting them. Uh, but yeah, so that that was that was pretty cool. And then Saturday night, I had a show at the at Lovett's, the last show ever. They closed the club. What? Yeah, they closed John Lovett's comedy Come, club. I knew that was coming, though. I knew it was coming. What a yeah. bummer. I know. Yeah, they like kept on switching there? hands. No, it was. It was no, people were people were probably a lot like me. They didn't know there was. A yeah, last they show. didn't even know. I and found I'm out on the email list. Not ever got an email saying there's the last show Saturday night. It's funny, I was the last comic ever on Leno. But, I was uh, the last comic to do John Lovitz. I'm like the uh, fucking yeah, just, comedy just, cancer. Let You're me, getting let it me, right yeah, before it expires. Just let me make sure that I don't put you on my show if I ever get a show. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> You're the last Be one over right. right away. Uh, but it was cool. Actually, it was funny. There was a there was a couple in the, there was like ten people in the front that was like it was a pretty perhaps crowd, but that would not stop talking. Just kept yelling. Don't you hate that? I do. It's so fucking annoying. And they think they're helping. I know. And it's bad. it's <laughs> it's You're talking like a comedian. It's it's terrible. So, but it was funny though because <laughs> this couple just kept going on, and I was like, oh, I feel like I'm on you know the white trash family feud. You know, I was just right. you know having fun with it. But then uh, I mentioned a, a, a TV show. And and the couple, they were like a fifty year old couple, you know. The guy was bald and blah blah, blah and the girl was was a bigger woman. And they're like, we only go out every three weeks. That, that kind of, yeah, that couple. <laughs> and they were like, uh, they said something. About, I go, I mentioned a TV show, and they go, oh, uh, I love that show, which had nothing to do with the joke. I'm like, oh, I can't believe you guys can afford a TV. 
And then uh, and everyone's like, "Ooh, I go what? He needs something to watch while he's fucking you." Oh my god! It was boom. Yeah, right. destroyed him, laid him out. Silence. You heard crickets. No, I heard crickets were laughing. It was fucking. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was good. It was funny because this guy from Showtime showed up, uh, nice. and I was like, I didn't think he was there, and so I was like, oh, he, he wanted to see an hour, and then I did an hour, and I didn't think he was there, so I just had fun, and then he actually showed up, and he was like, I love that. That was great. Blah blah. That's nice, so, awesome. So working, man. Fucking working. Working. Hustling. <laughs> Getting it in. Yeah. So how's the, how's uh, Mr. Tugboat? Tugboat is coming home today. <laughs> really? Yeah. Are you, you going to give him a tug? So, uh, sorry. I just, you know, I had to. We're going to play with one. the man of the boat. Really? More than just <laughs> one. No, when you don't see somebody, you know, you're regularly intimate with, when you don't see them for a long period of time, that's usually what happens. So you're just going to jump him. Yeah, that's what usually happens. So, when, like, how long when he walks in the door before you just, like... Eh, it happens pretty fast, unless we have an argument. Really? Yeah, unless, like, we're dealing with an argument, then we have to talk first. It's just, like... Now, you being, like, an athlete and him being... I got, you're probably... Your, your testosterone... Your sex drive is probably way bigger than his is, right, at this point? Because you're in the gym every day and working and he's on a boat? I don't think so. I think it's the other way around. Really? Because I, like, I get to, like, let everything out. Huh. Training, and he's stuck on a boat. That's true. Hitting, you know, he he fights too, and like uh, for heavy bags, he gets all the line, like all the rope, puts it together, ties it together, like duct tapes it too, and hangs it up, and that's what he hits on the boat. Wow, it's pretty fucking cool. Does he? He's like the Rocky of uh, yeah, the tugboat. He's like, yeah, he's the Rocky tugboat. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. Does he have a fight coming up? No, he just trains for fun. Right. He used to fight, but he's just now. Did you watch Invictus Saturday night? Um, I couldn't catch it. I had to work, and the computer was janky at work, and it wouldn't let me load the feed. But what happened with Cyborg? But I what was Sheep Show. Yeah, a Sheep Show lost. <laughs> yeah, I was so pissed. But we knew that was going to happen. We talked about that. no. First tell. of all, okay, if you're just tuning in, the girl we had on last week, Megan Goodwin, fought. It was her first fight. I knew she was in trouble because remember she said she hasn't started cutting weight yet. She's gonna wait till two days before. What? So she missed How weight. Much weight did she- she missed, she, she missed weight. <laughs> By how much? <laughs> By like four pounds. No. Yeah, yeah. Her first fight. Of course she fucking, she was like, she came Cardinal. on the podcast. We talked about her cutting weight. Like, have, have you started cutting weight? No, you know, I'm still doing my regular thing. I'm going to cut like a couple days out. We're like, dude, you got to start cutting weight. What are you doing? You're fighting on Friday. Saturday. Saturday, it's yeah. Tuesday. How much did she weigh in at? She weighed like 139, I believe. She oh, missed it by four God. pounds. And it was her first fight ever in Invicta. And she lost, but she looked pretty good. Actually, she lost the first two rounds. It was kind of a, a stand-up well, duel. you can't blame it on the weight cut. <laughs> yeah. But then the third round, she, did, she got cut really bad. But she, she actually she looked good. She's a tough girl. Uh, I actually watched it just for her. I, couldn't, I wanted to see how she did. Uh, how, how did she come in the cage? She didn't come with the sheep. We she thought she, she's a, she actually is a, a sheep shower. She shows people sheep for – that was her like first job. She fairs and, and shows people sheep, like shears them and everything and gets them to do little tricks and then horny, <laughs> horny old farmers. So she's like, like a sheep I'll pimp? take them on with she's the a, no teeth. She's a sheep pimp. She, she's from yeah, Oklahoma. She, she's yeah. a shimp. sheep pimp. Exactly what she is. The sheep pimp. It's a sheep name. The sheep pimp. <laughs> Forget mayhem. That's pretty fucking badass if she does decide. She's to pretty it. hot too. She's uh, but she uh, she lost a fight. I only watched a couple of the fights. Uh, Amanda Bell looked good. Yeah, she did. She fucking. Are you gonna? You want to rematch with her or what? Okay, I want to rematch with her. Are you, are you thinking about her every day? I saved. I saved some pictures in my phone. Really? Yeah, I'm crazy. And then what do you do? You look I'm at the crazy. phone and you're like, and you go for no, a run. No, or... I just, I just, you know, keep tabs. Nice. Yeah. 
In high school, I did that. When I lost in wrestling, I would run five miles every Sunday and just think about the guy I'm Russian. I'm like a very, I'm professional, sneaky stalker. No one <laughs> will ever know that I was around. <laughs> She's so funny, right? So here's what she does. This is what Marina does. So Marina texts me, hey, so we didn't have her on the podcast two times. And all right, she gave her a little break, blah, 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 see if she wanted to do it. So she texts me, hey, when can I come on and save your show? Yeah, right. right. <laughs> no so, so she goes, I want to save your show, right? right. So I go, all I'm right. I'm going to read you the text message right now. That so is then I said to her, right? So <laughs> he goes, he goes, hey. I have a comedy show you want me to come to. Yeah. And then you wrote, when can I save your show? Right? So then I go, you want to come on Tuesday? Right? She goes, I don't know. Let me check. So she's like, <laughs> she goes, hey, can I save your show? She goes, let me check. I, I might be busy. So then, so then I, I put out on Twitter, Marina might come, question mark. And she puts on Twitter like, uh, uh, I don't know yet. And then she goes, fine. Then she goes, how bad do you want me? <laughs> like, oh, so I go, no, I, I said, how bad do you need me on the show? She goes, can I save your show? And then how bad do you need me? Typical, typical girl. Like, ask for something. Self-centered. Ask for something. And then you're like, okay. And then you have to beg them after they ask you. I don't think that's typical. Not typical. Well, typical. Smart. Hot, it's t- smart. Typical hot chick move. You know, like, <laughs> like hey, I want to hook up tonight. And you're like, oh, really? And then you're like, how, I don't know. how bad do you want to be? You know, that's, that's the right. thing. And then they just fucking torment you while you have a boner for fucking an hour. <laughs> well, that's if a, that's what you're comparing what <laughs> what I wanted to do with the show, then. Maybe not exactly, but uh-huh. that's, that's that, isn't that a hot chick perfect. move? That is a hot chick move. We were definitely hoping you were going to come in here and blow it, but not blow it. Yes. I should smack you on the phone. Oh, no, I said, right do now. it. Please do. No, I, I want to see that. Don't I want to see that. Don't, like, don't ruin the show. Oh, by the way, I hung out with Luke Barnott after the show. And, who? Uh, Luke Barnott. He, who? You, you know who Luke <laughs> Barnott is? I do not. He was on The Ultimate Fighter. You He's mean like. Luke Barnett? Yes. It's Barnott, though. Is this Barnott? I think it's Barnott. Barnott, yeah. Yeah. Nah. So. Um, <laughs> So I hung out with him and his girlfriend. His girlfriend, his, his fiance, she's beautiful. Of course she is. Beautiful fiance. And he's, he's a cool, cool ass dude. We, we were talking about some funny stories. And uh, he's a good dude. I like, I like hanging out with Luke. So, all right. MMA news that, uh, this week we're going to cover. So Ronda Rousey, uh, I know, uh, your roommate, uh, said that Cyborg should be charged for attempted murder for taking steroids. <laughs> um, I don't know if I believe that. I, 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 I love Ronda, but I, I don't think that – I understand that it's a – you know, unfair advantage. You should be suspended. Attempted murder might be a little rough. Was she just being facetious? No, I think she really said that uh, she wanted people. I mean, I think I don't know. It, it, I understand. Look, did you, you read the rest of that interview? <laughs> uh, some of it, yeah. Because <laughs> some of that means no. No, I did not read the rest uh, of it. Uh, she made hear- a very good point because the day that somebody dies in that octagon, yes, and and it's going to happen, and it's going to happen. It's bound to happen. Um. The person who did the murdering, if they ever test positive for any kind of performance-enhancing drugs, that is Can the beginning. Be charged. That is the beginning of the end. I don't know. I don't know if I believe that. Uh, I don't know. I think I do. Really? I think, if it's illegal, and you know it's illegal. I I'm an I fight. I get in there. Like if I say if I didn't. Okay, I didn't die. I got really badly hurt, and then I find out that my opponent was busted for roids, I'd be fucking livid. Yes. Yeah, but you'd also have, you'd have grounds to sue. I would have grounds to sue, but, like, what if the damage that she did the, on the while she was, while she was you know, all roided up, like, did permanent damage to me right. for the rest of my life? Okay, but that's a hypothetical qu- thing if that happens. We're talking about 
uh, something that already happened. Right. Like she, so she should not be charged with attempted murder for a steroid she took in the past. That's that's what that's what we're saying. Then you have to go to every fighter that took steroids. You'd have, and say that they've right. Josh Barnett. Uh, we're talking uh, Belfort. We're talking uh, uh, Vanderlei Silva, Kung Lee. Uh, I mean the blue-haired guy, uh, the, the green-haired guy that fights whatever that kid's name is. The green-haired guy. The green-haired guy. Yeah, yeah. Louis Garnot would have to get uh, pop for attempted murder. You'd have, you'd have to go to everybody and not just Cyborg. You'd have to. So hey, don't you got to apologize to Kung. Well, oh yeah, Kung. Oh, I apologize, <laughs> Kung Lee allegedly, uh, but he was proven innocent. So what? it's not just oh si- it's not just cyborg. So we're talking about something that already happened. I agree. If something like that happens in the future, if someone dies in a sport and the person does get this, then that person sh- should be sued, and that that is horrible. It's it's like it's sort of like when you, people like not taking out taking out the gloves or the padding. It, it's giving you an unfair advantage, sure. But she should be charged with attempted murder from a fight from five. You know, four years ago? No. No. Do you agree with that? Mm, not so much. <laughs> you think she should be charged with attempted murder? Well, no. I'm just saying, like, say she's – I think the like the, the way she wanted to present that was – I don't know. I just don't <laughs> – hold on. I just don't <laughs> – Get it together, Moreno. No, I know. I need to get it together yeah, about it. I understand what she's saying, and, and, and I, I disagree with all performance hands and drugs as far as it should not be legal, or it should all be legal, and then, and then anything goes. And then if someone dies, and it's on them, or it should not be legal. It's not, I don't think it should be up to either of them. I think it should be up to her previous opponents. You know, like what if what if they? <laughs> Come no, on! No. This is this is the I'm best friends at Ronda Rousey defense. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the bitch either. Why would I like? Why would I go on her side about it? No, I. You're on Ronda's side. Yeah. But, so you do like the? She's not a bitch. You no, like Ronda? Not her. I'm talking about Chris. About like, Chris. Yeah. But you're we're talking about fights like, that happened four years ago, five years ago. You're saying she should now be rung up with charges? Up charges? No, Come not on. rung up by charges, but like say if. <laughs> <laughs> I think she should still get in trouble for it. She, she got suspended it, 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 for I two know, years. I think it just—it should be a little bit more. No. <laughs> oh, come on. By the way, all right, uh, so hold on. All right, check this out. So, what if, like, next week you found out that Rhonda been doing steroids for the past two years and she's been skirting the issue because she's like the golden child or whatever? Mm-hmm. Would you be saying the same thing right now? Like, yeah, Rhonda should definitely be brought up on charges because she was. I would, <laughs> I would say nothing. That's a good friend. Yeah, you're a good friend. I would you're, say you're, you're a good. I, I want a friend like you. Okay, so, all right, so that 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 happened. Oh, okay, and then uh, so Cyborg pulled out of her fight. Uh, they were going. What was the injury? Uh, according she to she blocked me on Instagram, so I can't like. I don't know the exact. I think she sprained injury. her penis during practice. Oh Jesus! <laughs> That's Does what she need to get sewn back on? <laughs> Comedy at the ha ha. <laughs> Actually, Tanya Evinger said she uh, torn nutsack. That's what she wrote on. <laughs> I, I that's love what she wrote. Yeah, that's what she wrote on Twitter. <laughs> torn nutsack. That made me laugh hard. Tanya I is the shit. She's so funny. She's so such an underrated, hilarious person. Is Tanya Evinger? She she said she wanted to knee Misha Tate in the cooter. I, I oh, mean, yeah. she just says the did. funniest shit. Who says cooter? Who says cooter and torn nutsack? Tanya Evinger does. Oh Jesus! She's bringing it way back. She is. They should. They got to sign her for a World Series of Fighting. By the way, this show 
this show booking it has been uh, it was a mess. I'll tell you. So. I started off, Marina, I had to deal with Marina making me beggar to come on. Uh, and then I, I booked Khabib, right? So Khabib follows me on Twitter. He says, you got to talk to my manager, Ali Abdulaziz. He goes, that's my Iron Sheik, which I don't, I don't even know what that makes sense. Iron Sheik wasn't a manager. He was a fighter. And he's going on Twitter saying everyone has Rice Krispie dicks. I don't even know what that what means. You, you ever hear Iron Sheik on Twitter? I'll follow him on Twitter. It's the funniest thing. He's like, Oh, Colgan, you jabroni, you have the Rice Krispie dick. This is what he tweets all day long about B. Brian Blair. He tweets about fucking B. Brian Blair. He hates B. Brian Blair for some reason. <laughs> B. Brian Blair, I put you in the camel clutch, fuck you in the ass, and make you humble. This is what he says. Oh, my God. Uh, it's the greatest thing on Twitter. I don't know if it's really him, but it's fucking hilarious. So I have to talk to that. Can says talk to Ali? Ali says, great, we're coming in uh, uh, Tuesday to L.A. Great, we'll have you in studio. In yeah, then they're coming in tonight. So then I don't even know. So they're supposed to come on in, in 10 minutes if that really happens. Then uh, Angela Magana, who I booked, was like, sure, I'll come on. Then she's like, hey, uh, I can't do that time because I live in Thailand or something. Can you do <laughs> five to eight? I'm like, would you go to Leno? Hey, I can't come on fucking Leno. Can you move the show around four hours? Like, right. no, we don't move shows. It's not me with a fucking recorder. This is a studio. We're in a fucking studio. Right. And then she's like, you're is, lucky. Is this what we're in a studio? Yes. I'm just kidding. And then she's and then she's like, "You're lucky that I have to. Uh, I don't even get up to pay my taxes or some fucking nonsense." And then uh, so not taxes. Have, so a, I have I have I have fraudulent. I don't know something. Was, whatever. We so, don't have Angela Magana. Well, now we have. So then Phil Baroni got a concussion. <laughs> Angela Mangina. <laughs> <laughs> so Phil Brody got a concussion today it? Just say it like I that every to. time It is so every, time, every time I see it I want to say Who's Angela Mangina <laughs> No What are you talking about How much did you smoke Before this fucking show You know I don't smoke no, Yeah right he's, don't. What he's really? trying to say Is that her last name Kind it's of Magania. tempts you Instead of, instead of saying Magana Mangina Mangina mm-hmm. Okay That was a great setup For that joke That fucking I mean, it's not a joke. You have to explain. We don't have Angela Mangina. No, there's nobody named Angela. Is everybody here on fucking roofies or something? All right. So, all right. So anyway, as so much I, as you butcher names, I thought you would get that. I, I do. I do. I thought that was her actual name, actually. All right. So, so anyway, so I think we have Khabib and Ali Abdulaziz, his manager, coming on at the same time, and hopefully Angela Mangina. So I really am saving the show today. No. Awesome. This is the hundredth fucking show. The hundred show. We did ninety-seven shows without you. Like, do you really fucking Side think? Eyebrows down. I was just joking. <laughs> I get no fucking respect, man. None. Like I, I got to do all the fucking work, book everything, post everything, fucking time coded, fucking constantly fucking updated. Get cursed out by people on <laughs> DJ's face. Anyway, <laughs> fuck. All right. So Overeem says he Jesus. beats. Overeem says he beats. Are you like? What are you the underappreciated wife yes. or something? Yes, doing all the work, taking the kids to practice. Yes. Oh my God, calm the fuck down. You don't have to put a tampon in your penis. You have nothing to be mad about. A tampon in my penis? How would I even put it in the hole? That's a fucking. That's a. That's a small tampon. I know. Really? No, I'm just saying. If you had to deal Very with that. Small. <laughs> your life isn't that hard and the show isn't that hard just take a rice crispy in there DJ unemployment is fucking with his stupid alright so anyway Overeem says he beats Ben Rothwell 9 out of 10 times okay, uh, congratulations well, right <laughs> except for the time that they fought so, <laughs> That was, the, that was the one. Yeah, it was the one. But nine more times. I don't understand this. A lot of fighters are, after they lose, I, look, 
I mean, I guess you have to think that way. Otherwise, what's the point of fighting? But it just seems like there's this trend of um, guys who, who people lose the fight and they go nine out of ten. So I, ten times I, I would have right. beat that person. Or, if they hadn't fought yet, he'd say ten out of ten. But because he lost that one, yeah, nine out of ten. Then if he gets lose again, he's like eight out of ten times I beat that guy. That's the ten times when he passed the yeah, drug test. <laughs> but but oh, but, ser- but seriously, I mean, I know that you're friends with Shayna Baszler. Mm-hmm. You're good friends with Shayna. Mm-hmm. Like when Shayna lost to Juliana Pena, for example, she said nine out of ten times I beat Juliana. It, why? Why even say that? Why not just be like, you know what? She beat me, but you know, onward and upward. Next. Well, it comes from a place of pride, you know. Like she has been fighting for so long, and she knows herself. And you know, there's some people who you lose to that you just deep down inside know that you shouldn't lose to them, and that's where that comes from. Like that's something I don't really expect anybody to ever understand unless they lose themselves because then you realize you're like fuck man I'm so much more talented than that yeah, person that makes why sense. was I off on like the night the night that I was supposed to be on it just doesn't I, from a fan's perspective it just looks like okay sore loser it's kind of like yeah you kind yeah, of take but it, if you're in the fight business and you're not okay with losing you shouldn't be in the fucking fight business and you're okay with losing you mean or, yeah, if you're okay with losing, then you shouldn't be in the fight business. Absolutely. That's you're right. That's not no, what this is no, about. No, I know. And even when I coach kids, I'd much rather have a kid be a bad sport than not give a shit and be indifferent. So I understand that philosophy. It just sounds a little – I think you're opening up yourself for ridicule, ridicule that you might not need, actually. Because right. it's like – like even like Dustin Poirier says, I still think I could beat Conor McGregor. He probably could be Conor McGregor, uh, you know. Nine out of ten times. Nine, 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 I mean, he probably could beat him. I mean, I'm sure <laughs> he could much. beat him. But it's just like, okay, it's like it's, it doesn't. It makes you look like you're not over it. Well, in that's some your ways. opinion, and you're totally. Well, I have a fucking warm. podcast, and, and exactly. people, people, people tune into for my opinion. Exactly. And granted, my opinion so may why not are be you right. Telling me your opinion in like a question kind of form you're because like, we're talking, and that's what people do on podcasts. Otherwise, we're just gonna sit there on fucking dead air, and no one's gonna hear anything, and you go. And you're gonna just go. Hmm. Wonder what they were thinking about. <laughs> I wish. I, I wish they would just talk about it. You know. It's, Why are you so mean to me today? I'm not mean to you. I'm yes, not, you are. You're totally attacking me. I, I'm sorry if I'm attacking. You really are. I'm, I, I don't. You're like an old Jewish couple. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're attacking me. You're attacking me. Marina will come around. Listen. So <laughs> Marina's gonna break up with the guy in the what, tugboat. What, what she needs to do is get some of that tugboat penis and then come back, and she'll be fucking fantastic. She'll be like nice and chill, relaxed. She'd have her feet up on the table. This is the day. This is the <laughs> I know day that this is happening. Yet. So the tugboat penis. And I've been up since six. <laughs> so give me some credit. I, I'm, I'm giving you credit. Than that. Really? Of course. Why? Because I have kids and they bug the shit out of me. What time did you get up? 59 430 430 Yep. Time to go to bed. 10? Damn. Yeah. Fuck. All right. You're going to make some kids today. Oh my god. No. All right. So the World Series of Fighting <laughs> signed a guy with no one love, leg. No love. What? There's a guy with one leg on the World Series of Fighting. Uh he's, he's supposed to be a pretty badass fighter. Ben Folks wrote an article about him. I'm not going to find his name right now. Did you find that guy's name? What weight does he hands? fight at? Uh, I think he's 125 or 135. And he fights with one leg? With one leg. How does uh, he get into the cage? Like, they're just hops around? They're going to put him up against Nick Newell. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> That's fucked up. There can only be one. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's actually pretty fair. Is his name Highlander? Yeah, I t- hi- come on. Tell me if you were like... Are you talking about Matt? Yeah. Betzold? Matt Betzold. He's got one leg. Uh, he actually... 
he actually was born with two legs. I read about him, and his father got into some, some kind of issue where somebody poisoned, uh, got in some some bad people, and they poisoned the the, the, the family's food, and it ended up giving the kid one leg because uh, he almost died. They had to amputate his leg. He ate some oh, terrible food. Was uh, there like chemicals in the food that yeah. messed up his genetic stuff? The, yeah, something crazy happened to him. Where, that shit got into some food. Yeah, the how guy, the fuck did that happen? I don't know. And his father still feels terrible about it. Obviously, you know. So uh, Matt Betzold. So anyway, so yeah, I think that would be. A, tell me if you were watching the world, you were clicking the channels, right? And you see a guy with one arm versus a guy with one leg, <laughs> that you wouldn't tune in. I mean. That, if I was if I was commentating, I wouldn't be able to help myself. I was like, the guy is busier than a one-legged man in an ass-kicking oh contest. <laughs> the guy with one leg versus the guy with one arm. <laughs> that would be the greatest fight ever, DJ. You'd watch that, right? Absolutely. Uh, who wouldn't watch? watch that. And they're both good fighters. Not like these are just throwing in a guy I with one leg. I would it on YouTube just so I could rewatch it over and over. <laughs> I, they're both talented fighters. Nick Newell's a fucking a beast, and this guy's I think is pretty good too. Yeah. So I would definitely watch the one-legged contest. I wonder if they one put arm. him up against a wrestler who would always try to go for a double leg. But <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> he goes in for the double. He's got his hook in. <laughs> Good. He, he keeps going for an ankle pick every time. Heel hook. hook coming. Hook. Uh, we got to get that guy in the podcast, the one-legged guy. If anybody knows that guy, uh, please please reach out to him because I would love to talk. Dude, we, had, we, had, we had Robles already, we're Anthony Robles, last time. This, uh, uh, really? <laughs> I'm fucking running. I have to be able to outrun him. Going upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. All right, so let's let's call uh, Khabib. <laughs> <laughs> let's call Khabib and Ali, and then Angela. Like an I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be able to outrun him. I gotta honestly. I'm not in good shape, but a guy with one leg, I think I could beat in, in a race. I don't even know at this point. Probably not. Oh. So yeah, it's all right. Funny. So we got that, and then we're going to talk about Felice Herrig and Misha Tate beefing on Twitter. Oh, uh, Josh Grisby's uh, was on. He was on. Josh Grisby's wife and her, and the mother, her mother, were on. Oprah, were on Doctor Phil, talking about Josh Grisby who, who beat her up, right. and uh, she the wife was defending Josh Grisby, saying he beat her up because there were ghosts in the basement. And the ghost told him. I can't believe that there's a ghost in the basement. <laughs> the ghost told Josh Grisby. They, 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 they did something to like Josh Grisby. That was her defense. Like demon ghost? Yeah, demon ghost. Like the house is haunted. And the ghost told, yeah. that's oh, wait, a, pa- Patrick Swayze. But I guess there was also, according to <laughs> Patrick Swayze. According to Doctor Phil, according oh to Doctor, according to Doctor Phil, there was cocaine and weed in the basement, and that's, and that's. I swear and to God, I, I, I swear to God, I watched this last night. Really? Yeah, and the crowd's like kind of laughing at the fact that she's like, the house is haunted, there are ghosts. But honestly, tell me that, like in court, that wouldn't be great. Like honestly, the, the ghost told me to do it. And they're like, and then there's like no one's sitting there, and like, can you see the ghost right now? Yes. Like, can you point out this ghost. <laughs> Ghost is like sitting in the defense. <laughs> tell me, tell me you wouldn't like watch that on TV. I would probably watch it on TV. Like the ghost t- told Josh, yeah. So she's defending it and then yelling at the mom. It was a mess. Doctor Phil was a mess, but you can watch it. It's on a uh, MMA Junkie. You can watch the, the ghost uh, tell Josh Grisby's 
wife to I don't know the Josh Ghost. I can't even explain it. But yeah, ghost. So there's so much information there. That's so much information. To like yeah. Have all right. Pin down, you know. I know. With the ghost. I do love you, Marina. I love having you on the show. I'm sorry yeah. if I was being mean to you. Yeah, I'm just fucking with you. Oh, good, good, good. All right. It's that so, guilt. I'm good with the guilt. I know the Jewish. Jewish. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the Moldova guilt. All right. So let's call uh, Khabib right now and his manager Ali the Sheik. And uh, let's talk. Khabib, how's it going, brother? I'm very good, very good. It's an honor to have you on the show, man. Yeah, about big round of applause. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, we are, we are, we're, you're here with uh, me, T Rex, and another girl from, uh, from uh, around your area, Marina Shafir. Hi. Oh, uh, nice, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. <laughs> please, please, guys, uh, please, no speak, speak. Oh, very slow, good. Yes. A little, little bit slow, please. Breviate. No problem. No problem. <laughs> no problem. Cock the lot. Now, Khabib. Okay, thank you so much. Now, Khabib, yeah. I was looking at some of your uh, your fights. Have you ever lost a round in mixed martial arts? Uh, what? 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 No. 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 Right. Never. Never. You never, never. lost. You never lost one round in twenty-two fights. Uh, why? I think I never, I never lost one minute. You never lost one minute Ooh, in twenty-two yes, fights. Yes. Why are you yes, not? The, why are you not the number one contender? I am number one contender, and everybody knows this. And Dana White knows this. Lorenzo Fertitta knows this. Joe Silva knows. Everybody knows this. I am number one contender after that action. What do you think? There. No, no, of? Benson. No, Benson. Benson lose. Eddie Alvarez lose. Cowboys are going to lose a lot of time. I beat Rafael Dos Anjos, and after Melendez, you know who number one contender. After Melendez. Wow. Now, now, how do you think a fight, what do you think happens? Okay, let's say Pettis beats Melendez, which I think is going to happen. No, no offense, Gilbert. It's going to be a good fight. I like both of them. What do you think happens between you and Pettis, or even you and Gilbert? What do you, how do you think that, 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 that fight goes? You know, if I have a fight versus Pettis, I think he fights 25 minutes. All the time he fights. And uh, I know he's very good striker, very good kick, but uh, I don't think he's, he has very good boxing. He has very good kick, only have very good kick, no bad experience. He champ, you know, but I am, I am another level. And my pressing, my top control, my wrestling... My spirit, I think, is uh, very bad for him. And if I if I have fight versus uh, um, Pettis, I think he fight all the time. Mm. The whole fight. The whole fight he fights. So you, you think it'll go twenty five minutes? No, he said he flies. I say he flies, fly, oh, like, 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 like chicken, like chicken. You understand? <laughs> uh, he flies the whole time like a chicken. He flies, flies. I am eagle, you know. I am eagle and. <laughs> I think uh, now I have, you see my last two, three fights, everybody guys fly. Uh, now I have in USC Octagon, New Eagle Island. You have, you have Eagle Island because you just throw yeah. guys around. <laughs> I, got I got it. I got it. I got it. Now, uh, now let's we'll talk about your, uh, where you grew up. You actually grew up in uh, Dagestani, which Dagestan seems to have great fighters come out of there. What is it about Dagestan that's producing all these great fighters? You know, I am in Dagestan. 
I am born Dagestan. I am from Dagestan. I love Dagestan. For me, it's number one place in that Dagestan. But for me, need living in U.S. My rehab, my knee, my language is in U.S. very good. Uh, I'm living in Dagestan all the time. I prefer my wrestling time. In my city, have seven Olympic champion gold medalists, freestyle wrestling, and Dagestan number one place freestyle wrestling in the world. And you know, all guys in Dagestan have very good background, wrestling background. And uh, if I am Dagestan, I prepare my wrestling. I come U.S., I prepare my top control and striking. And my language too. <laughs> so, <laughs> I I, I like I like mix Dagestan and and the uh, US. It's, I think it's very good for me. Yeah, they can't handle your dag your daggy style. <laughs> <laughs> Handle your daggy style. I love that. <laughs> now, um, now, now, your father was a black belt and a world champion fighter, correct? No, my father, uh, my father, young, uh, he student in Ukraine. Uh, he before he young guy, he training in Ukraine. He champ freestyle wrestling, Dagestan, and he champ sambo and judo. Ukraine national champ. Jesus. And he had very good mix, judo, sambo, freestyle, and he training training with me. He trained me all, all my all my life and you know, my father for me is number one and he he very motivated for me. And he control my diet, he control my discipline, my training. Everything. If I know have father, I uh, I think I am no fighter. But thank you so much, my father. My father for me is number one. Yeah, well, he did. That's, a, he, that's awesome. He did a great job. Now I have to ask though. There's a video of you fighting a bear, uh, <laughs> and like you're like I think you're eight years old and you're wrestling a bear. Uh, was that safe? Isn't that kind of <laughs> dangerous? You know, it's dangerous, but before, you know, you see this the video is young Bill, young Habib, and uh, I think now this beer is very old, but uh, I very miss this beer, but I don't know where this beer. This video in Zoo, in Caucasus, and uh, I know for, I know forget where this video, but I'm very young guy, and uh, you know, it's crazy video, funny video. I like this video. <laughs> Now you you submitted the bear twice uh, by rear naked choke. Uh, did the bear want a rematch? Maybe maybe Bill want a rematch, but you know now Bill understand. I am number one contender like <laughs> UFC, and I I think he's a li- little bit see little bit scared. He, he understand now. He oh I am number one contender. It's no good match for him. <laughs> Now, who do you think wins, Pettis or the bear that you beat? I think Bill smashing. <laughs> you you see, Bill, Bill, this Bill is no easy. It's no easy money, you know. This Bill, he take, take me down three, four times. You know, it's very tough Bill. This Bill is very bad for Anthony Pettis, I think. It's, it's true, it's true. Uh, we have the bear here, actually. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, 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 Bear, do you think that you can beat? Do you think you could beat Khabib, Bear? <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I don't know. The, the bear seems like he's hungry. He, uh... <laughs> <laughs> hey, give, give, give your address. I come now. <laughs> wow. I don't know. It's, 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 it's a tough one. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. Now, uh... if, you give, if you give me address, I come now and you, you see my, my wrestling match was. <laughs> <laughs> now, now you, now you, uh, Khabib, you, you famously had a T-shirt that said uh, "Sambo is better than jujitsu," right? Yes, yes. Now, do you believe that? I believe that. You know, I am two-time combat sambo world champion, and uh, I believe combat sambo style better for BJJ uh, for MMA, and I think BJJ is no bad. You know. But a lot of BJJ guys lose in UFC. He knows have uh, good, uh, good takedown, and but he have very good underground, you know. But if BJJ and combat sambo mix, I think it's very tough. Yeah. But I think BJJ, BJ in combat sambo style better for MMA. I mean, it seems to be. I mean, it's they're both. You know, it's it's hard to say one's better than the other, but. Uh... Whatever's more effective, uh, I guess, for the fighter. Sambo, Sambo is very, a lot more aggressive. Sambo more aggressive. No, Judo, no, Judo number one. Judo <laughs> yeah, number one. Judo's number one. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Judo, no bad. No bad, Judo. No bad. Ali says it's Judo. Combat Sambo. In Combat Sambo, you know, you have uh, small gloves, you have shorts, and you, 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 you can... You can punch, you can kick, you can take down, you can leg leg uh, leg walks, submission, choke, everything, everything. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it seems like a lot of guys. Like I know Josh Barnett's right. Barnett's into that. Uh, yeah, you uh, you know, it's, it's it's crazy the hybrid. And then Fedor. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. Fedor was you know, great example of someone who used combat sambo. And his brother. And his brother, uh, who I think is um, got some issues now. Uh, <laughs> Now, as far as uh, girls-wise, so I know Khabib. I know that you're a, you're a good-looking guy. You're you know you come over here. You're 22 and 0. Are are like the chicks just flocking to you? Are you getting tons of tons of uh, Eastern European puss? I mean, what's what's going on? Hey, listen to me. <laughs> listen to me. I have I have wife, one and a half years. Oh, and and congratulations! You know, I, and you know, I I have wife, and uh, I, I I think I'm very loyal guy. I think, and my religion. Same is no good. If you go party, if you go smoke, drink, woman, it's no good for me. And mm, I can't this. I can't this. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm sure there are a lot of women there are very, very disappointed. Maybe a lot of women like me, but you know, but uh, it's not my style. A lot of women no like style. you, but you have to turn them down. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I know out of all the girls at over at uh, American uh, uh, AKA, it's you and uh, out of all, out of all, all the guys that train there. Does Luke Rockhold? Is he the guy that gets the most chicks? Uh, Luke Rockhold is Playboy. He's <laughs> <laughs> number one fight. You know now he this weekend he have big fight versus Michael Bisping. I believe he knock out first round and after that. And he's number one contender next year, middleweight division. And, you know, Luke Rockhold, uh, all the time I come, AK, he's very helped me. 
this guy is very loyal guy, very support guy, and I want to say good luck, my brother. I want you smash Michael Bisping, at, and after you go title fight, I believe. Nice, nice, nice. Well, hey, Khabib, it was a, a pleasure to have you on the show, man. Uh, <laughs> say hello, my dear. Uh, uh, Ali, let's let's get you on for a second. Or a minute or two minutes. I'm back. What's how, up, how, guys? How are you? So now you're 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 managing Khabib now. Yeah, he was my little brother, man. He's uh, he's been living with me here in Vegas for about three, four months. I'm helping him with judo a little bit because he thinks wrestling is better than judo, but he's not the truth. Judo is the best. Yes. Um, and uh, and we just been fun, man. You know, he's a good kid, very dedicated. I never see anybody more dedicated. Him and Frankie Edgar is probably the most dedicated people I ever met in my life, you know? That's great, man. You know, well, you know it's, it's, it's the great. Guy, the guy doesn't miss a piece, man. He has an ACL surgery. He, 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 he's a whole course. Yeah, seems like it. Now, uh, uh, I got to ask you, recently um, GSP was in an interview and said that he's, he was oh, with yeah. you in a car and saw a UFO. Man, listen, this thing happened like seven years ago, okay? And uh, it, was, it was, I think it was George, me, Rashad, and Mike Van Arsdale. Yeah. Was, I, I don't know if that was a UFO. I, I don't know, to be honest with you. But this thing was really, really close. And uh, it was a, a crazy shape in, in, uh, in the sky, you know? And I, I didn't know what it was. And, you know, I never told nobody about it. And uh, crazy, George called me like a, one month, and he was in... Maybe it was his girlfriend or somebody. He's like, hey, Ali, what do we see in New Mexico? And he said, he has somebody on speaker. And I explained what he said because the, the people with him, they didn't believe him. They think he was crazy. But, you know, I don't want to talk about it because people already think I'm crazy. And if I say it, they're going to they're gonna confirm I'm crazy. But this is true. You know, it, it, it did happen. Rashad confirmed it. George confirmed it. I, conf- I confirmed it, you know. Okay. I don't know if it was a UFO or what, but it was a... It's the craziest, biggest shape I ever seen. Can we confirm you know? how much alcohol was in <laughs> the car that day, or in that car that day? <laughs> One thing about me, I never drink liquor in my life. So you I, really I never, believe that, drink. like, it was an alien? Maybe it was a UFO. Maybe. You, yeah. I, I don't know what it was. I, it, I, it was right after training. Wow. Uh, it was right after training. Uh, it was just uh, it was, all right. It was, all it, it was in New Mexico. All it needs to be a UFO is an unidentified flying object. If they couldn't identify it, then it's a UFO. Like I can't identify what that is. I, man, I'm, I'm Egyptian. I don't know what the UFO is. When I first come here, I was living in Colorado Springs for like many years, and people said they always saw him, but I never saw it. Did you sign the UFO uh, for the World Series of Fighting at the time, or no? <laughs> no, I, I have I have to see his skills. I'm going to do a tryout with the UFO. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, congratulations on the World Series of Fighting. You guys are doing great, man. You guys are killing it. Uh, you got a big, a big thing coming up, right? Big fight coming up? Yeah, we have three title fights. Uh, you know, we're uh, live on NBC Sports. We are on the same, uh, same day as the UFC and uh, Bellator. And I, I told everybody, you know, our fight card, I think, is great. They should DVR the UFC and DVR Bellator and watch our fight card and the <laughs> Watch the UFC after and uh, Bellator. But we have three title fights. Um, David Brand versus Yushin Okami, uh, Jessica Aguilar versus Kalendra, and Melvin Galar versus Justin Geshi. And it's going to be a firework. I'm excited. 
And it's going to be great, man. That's great. great. You know, it's, it's a great night for MMA fans, you know. They have three shows. You get to watch the three of them. But if I was them, if you want to see knockout and finishes, you watch on tune, watch where it is at Fighting 15 uh, in Tampa, Florida. And that's what you need to watch, and you can DVR all the other shows. Now, I was really happy that uh, my buddy Smilino won. He looked great. Smilino, yeah, man, he's, he's very, you know what, man? Uh, this kid is very, very talented, you know? And, uh, just nobody really want to give him the opportunity, and he have a little setback, but he, he's very young, man. And, uh, yeah. He never really have a, a big training camp, and uh, I'm looking forward to see how, how good he can develop, you know? And you guys just signed, uh, the, guy with, you guys just signed the guy with, with one leg, correct? I, you know what? This is not correct. That, oh. was, a, that was a mistake. Uh, <laughs> we used the local promoter down there, and he talked to the kid, and, but uh, we did not sign this guy. I mean, he, he's not going to sign for us. But Are you interested in signing him? You know what? Uh, um, I, I have no problem on signing guys. They can, because he's a very good grappler. But to be honest with you, like, they kind of, we give Nick New the opportunity, and uh, Nick New fought on NBC, and kind of like a lot of the fans kind of give us uh, crap, you know? But I think everybody needs an opportunity. But I think this kid, maybe he needs to go out there and fight a couple more tough fights. And listen, if he can prove himself, I think anybody, everybody should give him an opportunity. Bellator, UFC, us, people like that need to be opportunity. Right. They need to get an opportunity, you know? No, I think, yeah, we were saying, uh, yeah, no, definitely. No, honestly, you guys, uh, you guys are putting on a really good fight. And then uh, what's the name look great in your last fight? Jake Shields got a, a really quick finish the last fight. Yeah, listen, Jake Shields, you know, he, he has the same game for the same year. You know, he dominated a lot of people. He dominated guys like uh, Tyrone Woodley, uh, Dan, Dan Henderson. You know, Jake Shields is a legend. You believe it or not, he beat a leg. He said if you become a legend, you have to believe he's a legend. You know, he beat Carlos Condit. He beat Robbie Lawler. He beat, he beat all the top guys right now. Lucky enough, we haven't. And uh, he's he probably going to get the winner between Jake uh, Paharis and Fitch. Are you concerned no. that you're signing too many fighters? Uh, no, I, I'll say I'm not signing any more fighters. We just have enough guys right now to keep it going. And uh, we good. Hey, I want to ask a question. The girl's on your show. She's a judo girl? Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, she's, she's a black belt in judo, uh, a, a second-degree black belt in judo. Mm-hmm. She's uh, a she's, she's badass girl. She's uh, got a huge following, huge following. People know her. Okay. I like judo people, man. I did judo for 22 years, and, uh, and, uh, and I love judo. This is, I like judo people. We're good people. I always cheer for Ronda. Always, always. <laughs> but no, but you said the judo people were mad at you or something, right? Didn't you say Well, that? no, the USA judo community, they're not mad at me. It's just I could care less of what the fuck they're doing with their lives. Yeah, you know what? You know what? It's funny because uh, I lived at the Olympic Training Center for uh, – for five years, uh, I training was 80. You know, I went to the Olympics in 96, and after that, I moved here, and I trained with, with a lot of the judo people, like Orlando, Orlando Fuentes, Brian. Orlando's uh, Brian a man. Atu uh, Han and all those guys, and Rick Han, and we all trained together. And I'll tell you something, man. When I first moved to America, I did not speak a lick of fucking English. And uh, Ed, Ed Lady and all those guys, they took me under their wing, they got me a place to stay, and I trained with them for five years, man, and uh you know, when Hillary, was this? Can, I, uh, can you say again? Ninety-six. Yeah. Things have changed a lot for the worse. But you know what? I, I tell you something. The judo guys—they not taking care of the country. Like for Egypt, they pay for us for everything. Yep. These guys have to pay for us to go for tournaments. They have to pay for us for a lot of stuff. And when, when I was competing for Egypt, 
I, I was living like a king, but yeah. I come here, the, 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 the USAC provide you with, you know, food and housing, whatever, but they, they don't pay for nothing, man. No, and a lot of the judo players, they just broke. Yeah, that's you know? why judo here, it's never going to thrive and it's never going to have a, a good audience because the country yeah, doesn't value it. Yeah, we have a lot it's of good coaches. I, I think it's a lot of, like, Eddie is a great coach. I think Jimmy Peterson is a great coach. You have a lot, a lot of good coaches. And I think if the government, you know, the U.S. government, it doesn't sponsor the U.S. Olympic Committee. It's a private sponsor. And I think if the U.S. government get behind it, you're going to see Brazilian Olympic champs. Not, not just the judo program in the U.S. They did not, people do not help it. No, they don't. You know, the country they don't even, they is even cancel the program, I think, now at the Olympic Training Center. They don't even have program anymore. All right. Well, this is Bitter Judo Talk here on the MMA Roasted Podcast. Uh, I think it's still huge in Glendale, though, uh, the Armenians. They, they seem to love judo. Uh, Carl Parisi. He's got like, like a Russian-style judo, like mm. fire, fire. Carl Yeah, like Cuban-Russian judo. Carl Parisian. Yeah. Although, I got to say, in MMA, between Ronda and Hector Lombard, and I guess there's a kid from Australia fighting this week that's huge. It's uh, an Olympian from Australia. Uh, he's a two-time Olympian in, in judo. Yeah, he's fighting this week. Zach something, uh, right? Mm. Uh, I don't know. We have him on. Uh, he's fighting the guy that was on our show two awesome. weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it seems like it's making a big comeback, or it's... Not it's not like it went anywhere, but it's you're still. I think Ronda can beat some of the guys off thirty five pounds. I really believe that. Really, you think you, you honestly you think Ronda could beat some one thirty five pounder men? Some of the guys, not the top guys, but but some, I think Ronda can beat some. I I'm not just saying that. Ronda, you know, not like I know Ronda very well and stuff, but not like great friends. Not like I'm kissing her butt, but it's like she's she's different level of athlete. She's mean. She's ferocious. I believe she can beat some of the guys at one thirty five. I. What guys? Huh? Well, uh, which ones? I'm not gonna call their names. <laughs> You're crazy. <laughs> uh, how do you think she does against Brian Caraway? Huh? Against Brian Caraway, how do you think she does? Man, I'm not gonna put nobody on the spot. All right. <laughs> All right. I know. I know. Ali, Ali, you're a great guy. It was a thanks for having you and Khabib on. That, Ali Abdelaziz. That was so much fun. Uh, Thank you. Good, good luck with everything. Congratulations with all your success. Nothing but the best for you and your family. It's a pleasure, man. It's an honor having me on your show, guys. Always, I, I leave your show with a smile. You know who you need to get on your show? You need to get Hanzo Gracie on your show. That's who you need to get on. Yeah, we do. Anytime. Any, uh, do you, I'll, I'll call him. I'll call him. I'll let, I'll let him get on his show soon. Please. I love Hanzo. We'll, we'll, we'll have Hanzo on next week. Whenever Hanzo wants to come on, we're, we're having Hanzo Gracie on. You, you got it, brother. Come back guys. All right, take care, guys. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Later. Okay, so uh, we're going to talk about a couple things. By the way, thanks to Ali and Khabib for coming on. Angelo Magana is not picking up. I think that's probably still early over in Thailand. Whatevs. Uh, and Phil Baroni we're going to have on next week because he got into a, he had a concussion. Hopefully we'll get Hoist Grace or Henzo. Hopefully we'll get Henzo and Phil Baroni next week. How great would the show That'd that be? That'd be great. Um, I should tweet him right now and be like, Henzo, come on the show. Please do it. Please do. Um, so, uh, if you could pull up Twitter. Twitter. So, Felice Herrig. Thanks, DJ, by the way. Felice Herrig and uh, uh, Misha Tate 
are going at it on Twitter. I get, you know, if you watch The Ultimate Fighter, you can see that Heather doesn't get along with some of the girls. And actually, a lot of girls are now siding with Heather because uh, Heather and Angela Magana were going at it. And now Heather, uh, it seemed that Isling Daly said that Magana is a psychopath, but she means it in the nicest possible way possible, uh, which I don't know. That was on Twitter. And then, so Felice, who, uh, so Misha, who lives with Heather, Took Felice, uh, took Heather's side and went after Felice and said, "Hey, listen, you're a poor sport. After she's apologized to you, you didn't, uh, y- you know, there was something went on." And then um, Felice said, "What do you have to do with this? In fact, you stayed in my room in Invicta, and I was nice to you. Or in Bellator, you, we roomed together." And then they just started going at it on Twitter. Carla Esparza started going at it. Carla had uh, Felice's back. And it became a very entertaining. Uh, I think it was. What is the deal? <laughs> Does she not feel relevant? Does she just? She's like, let me get this for you, Heather. Let me just let me set try and settle this. But I know I'm really just gonna fuck yeah, it up more. Yeah, probably. I mean, it seemed like they were going at it. Uh, I don't know. I was retweeting it because it was like funny. Hysterical. Yeah, because I'm like I'm bored and I know I know that the people that follow me roasted are going to get a big kick out of it. Doesn't Misha hate your guts anyway? Yeah, I, I don't know. If she hates my guts. Uh, okay, so she doesn't like your guts. I don't. I think that she doesn't necessarily like uh, certain jokes I make. You know, <laughs> so um, I don't think she hates my guts, but you know, <laughs> you can't be liked by everybody. So Isling she hates her guts. Yeah, pretty much. All right, so <laughs> so Isling Daly says uh, Heather Joe Clark is sweet and quacky. Right, which I think she meant to say uh, uh, quirky, quirky, but she said quacky. Someone on the other ground goes, what does that mean? She's like Daffy Duck or something. <laughs> and then someone's like, oh, that means she's ducking Vitor. <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> Stop ducking me, bro. <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> so then uh, Magania is a psychopath. I mean that in the clinical assessment kind of way, not as an insult. <laughs> really? Like, that's pretty funny. You're a clinic in the clinical assessment kind of way. So uh, – I'm looking at my Twitter. I actually, you find it? I don't uh, I'll it. find it. Uh, yeah, I, I got some of it. So she tweets a lot. Yeah, Kenny. Uh, let me see. Oh yeah, okay. Felice Herrig. Okay, and then Co- actually Cody McKenzie came in and said, uh, "All shit, Twitter shit, talking, kick her ass, sea bass." Uh, that's what that's what Cody McKenzie said. <laughs> I love Cody McKenzie. <laughs> he says, "Kick her ass, sea bass." <laughs> like, all right. So all right, I got it. I, f- I found it. So uh, Misha Tate said, ah, I figured it out. It's not how you talk. It's just what you say. You're a bully and a fake. You straight up lied on Ultimate Fighter 20. So that's what she said to Felice Herrick. So then Felice Heather says, Heather then goes, I wasn't even talking to my team member because they said I have faking an injury. Felice says, Misha Tate was the party where I motorboated Rowdy Beck. I may have not used, not, not used the best judgment that night, so I don't recall. So I guess she motorboated Roddy back at a party. And her butt. <laughs> Jealous. Her top and her bottom. Wow, that's jealous. That's pretty cool. I mean, you can't hate a girl for motorboarding another girl's ass, right? That's. I love Rowdy Beck. She's the shit. Yes. So they were. Uh, so they were going at it on Twitter. It was pretty entertaining, actually. Uh, okay. Oh, I got the whole thing. So. Um, okay, Misha says I get it, but when Felice was asked about what was your first impression, she said Heather wasn't sincere. Then why, with a why, not why, did you hug her? And then Felice said, uh, and let's be honest, would she have hugged me when, if she won? Ha ha, please. And then Misha wrote, I believe she would have 100%. Oh my God. It's way harder to apologize to someone after you have already been defeated. And then Felice said, she was talking shit the day before, so don't be naive. She was doing damage control, 100%. And then Misha says, well, I believe she meant it. 
And I think that's what she meant, too. And that's why you smiled and hugged her and agreed. And Misha wrote, you chime in after I've done nothing to you. I shared my room with you in Bellator. I have been nothing but nice. That's, that's, that's pretty hot, actually. So uh, then Misha goes, well, except that time at Invicta, you were very rude. I'd rather not air that all on Twitter. <laughs> Which, I guess she's airing on Twitter, and she doesn't want to air it on Twitter. And then, uh, and then that, that kept going. They kept going on and on and on. And then, uh, and then Rowdy Beck said that was the best night of her life when she got motorboated by, by Felice. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. So I, are you being a, a, a girl? And a, and a, what's, what's, what's your perspective on this? I just think – Like would you have motorboated Rowdy Beck's butt cheeks? I wouldn't even think about it. You just do it. Gone right in. You, you you would have, have you motorboated chicks before in the, in the ass? I, used to, I bartended for three years. We probably uh-huh. would have bumped heads because if I was there, I'd be trying to beat you to it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> All right, go on. So what's your, what's your, what's your okay. Without interrupting while she's talking, what's what's your opinion, opinion on all this hoo ha on Twitter? Yes, I just think uh, Misha feels irrelevant, and she feels like she needs to talk, uh, like put her foot in where her foot is not needed, you know, and. That's exactly how she was when I was on the fucking show. So you think that? <laughs> so you think that she's like, I want attention. How yeah. how can I get it? I'll pick on Felice Herrig. I'll, Heather's my friend. I'll yeah. be able to stick up for her. It's I'll not even good. that. It's not your matter. It's none of your business. It is none of your business. It almost. I wouldn't be surprised if Heather asked Misha to get involved. I would just wouldn't be surprised by that kind of shit. But let's say she did ask her, "Hey, listen, you're you're a big star in the sport. Will you will you have my back?" Pussy ass move. I'm sorry, that is not a way to be uh, viewed in MMA as like, eh, I can't handle this on my own, so I'm gonna ask my friend. You know, like I. It does seem like Misha gets involved and then goes, "Oh, I don't want to air everything out." Like, yeah. but you, you've already, you've right. already aired shit out. Yeah. You, you, like, you've injected yourself into an argument, and then you go, "Oh, and I don't want everybody to know about this." Yeah, and why are you hanging out with people who can't handle their own arguments and their own shit and their own beefs? You know, like, why? No, waste of time. Right. It's a waste of fucking time. Yeah. So it's I just, was intrigued by this subject, but now I'm just kind of like I'm really let down. I thought it was going to be a little bit <laughs> really interesting. Let down. I'm very let down. I thought I was going to be I, like that's, that's what it was. Hey, and I didn't fun. write. I didn't write it. I'm Go just, Felice. Fuck. Fuck that shit. Like. I've hung out with Felice before, and she's not, honestly she's a sweet chick, and so is Carla, but so is Heather. I, I personally, every fighter that I've ever met, I've liked. I, I've never met a fighter that I didn't like. Uh, even Mayhem, who punched me in the head, uh, is uh, <laughs> is still a friend of mine. Um, I miss so that guy. I think there's a whole, uh, you know, I think there's something about being a fighter that's very humbling. I, I know I took jujitsu last Saturday. I went back to Tenth Planet. I How was it. that? Oh, you got your ass whooped. Yeah, I hadn't done it in like two and a half months. I'm like, I'll just stroll into class, and I, I was I, first kid I went with. I was I was doing well against. Him. I'm like, How old are you? He's like 16. I'm like, uh-huh. Jesus Christ! I weighed him by like 40 pounds. I, I, I was like child. You know, but then I went up against these fucking kids. I hate because I, I come from a wrestling. They they start on their back. Their legs are over their heads. And they're like, oh, jump into my guard. And I'm like, first of all, this, this looks like the, gay, the, the gayest, gayest thing right. ever. I mean, you're basically mooning me from an upside down. <laughs> I've had girls in this position right. before. It's and called it, the pile driver. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I fuck, I try to jump in and I end up in this. It stupid doesn't feel fucking, as good. <laughs> for the girl, though, I'm just letting we do that for you. Really, we do that for you guys. We don't. We don't care that it doesn't feel good for you. Wait, <laughs> no, I care. Wait, no, you're you talking don't. about when a guy's pile driving doesn't feel? I mean, okay, you're on your back and your legs are way up in the air, and a guy's standing up, working, you're telling me it doesn't feel good penis. having having a, a male a male that you, you like. You have to understand the position our head is in at the time. 
It like it's hard to breathe a little bit. You're mm. in rubber guard, right? <laughs> no, I, no, I don't use rubbers. Wait, so, so but no glove, no love. Wait, what do you no glove, really? No love. Really? Wait, you, wait, you, wait, you don't make your boyfriend use a rubber. Wait, what? Your, your, your boyfriend doesn't use a rubber, correct? A condom. I'm not talking about that. You just said no glove, no love. I'm kidding. Oh, okay. In my personal life, we've been dating for long enough where yes. He does not put on a rubber. That's right. the title, title thread. Rina Shafir goes raw dog. <laughs> if you put that as like. <laughs> He's like, honey, you gave me crabs. I was on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> so. So, all right. I don't know. I think that there's. I think that okay. So you're you're back on your back. Your legs are in the air. My a guy's God. a guy's. Your legs are sort of behind your head. Even guys plowing you. It can feel good for the for the chick. No, we do it for you guys. Bullshit. We take one for the team. I don't think so. I think they're. I think women. You have to feel the guys. His, 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 he's in you. He's thrusting. You're all wet. I think you just want to feel like it feels good for the girl. But yeah, pretty much. It's not like the most pleasurable position. What is There's the most pleasurable like, position? No, everybody's different. For you, this is oh, MMA roasted. This is not like <laughs> this MMA is what the fans. Want, this is what the fans like, want to know. The fans <laughs> demand to know. Khabib likes doggy style. I, yeah, I could. I could see you more of a doggy style kind of girl. Oh right? my god. No? Uh, she does. She likes it. You can tell. You can tell. Oh, she's, God. She's... All right. And she I'm also a virgin. Likes reverse cowboy. No sex until marriage. Yeah, a virgin in the ear, maybe. Listen. No, I'm just... In the ear? <laughs> I'm saying that this probably where you it Don't get hearing aids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. All right. The fight's coming up this week. All right. So... UFC. I love how the intermission or like <laughs> transition, the, the transition from hearing one, aids to. to <laughs> it always to, involves to me Luke being Rockhold. embarrassed every time. <laughs> Pretty much. All right, so Luke Rockhold versus Michael Bisbing. Look at Bisbing's picture. Uh, like a cartoon character. His head's like. <laughs> he does. He, he so Bisbing versus Rockhold. Rockhold says he's going to finish him in one round. Win this fight. I think he called him a limey asshole or something. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that even means. What's what does that mean? Limey. I thought limey was wasn't that. It's an insult, I'm sure. But what does limey mean? I thought that was, I thought right. that was for Irish people. Uh, so, so who do we like in this fight? Number five versus number nine. I like Rockhold. Yeah, me too. Marina. I think Rockhold's gonna take it. I think Rockhold wins. I don't know how he wins he though. He even trained at GFC for like a few days. Really? How would he look? Awesome. He yeah. grapples really well, wrestles really well, and strikes really well. We That's the thing. I, the only thing is the that shit too. the only thing is that Bisbing's weakness is wrestlers, right? Yeah. Is guys that and Rockhold isn't a wrestler. Uh, you know, like, like Tim Kennedy is like a perfect he's guy. He's a grappler. And he's a usually, great grappler. And he's, grapplers, he, he can wrestle. Grapplers, yeah, grapplers have a really good wrestling feel. I mean, he's training with Cain Velasquez yeah. and, and Daniel Cormier and Khabib. That dude knows what he's doing. But Bisbing has been over at Rain, I and mean, I see him over with. Uh, He's been training with Munoz and Ellenberger, and uh, uh, I saw him with. Who else was he training with? He's training with. Uh, I feel pretty good for this fight. Those, those guys over there, yeah. Mimprio. All right, I got the definition of limey. What's limey? According to the Urban Dictionary, <laughs> um, a colloquial term used to address or mark mock British sailors as they commonly sucked on limes to prevent with scurvy. Ah, uh, yes. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thanks, DJ. Yeah. 
All right. That's a really fun fact of the yeah. day. Right it's kind of it's kind of the MMA roasted fun fact of the episode. I, I I think we should that should happen like. Episode. I think Marina likes doggy style is much better. Actually, it's a much, it's a much, style. much more fun fact. So all right, so we all got Luke. I, I think Luke's gonna win by decision. I don't think I don't he, I don't think he's knocking Bisbane out in one round. Who's, no one's gonna take me in this fight. Who's ever knocked out? So aside from Vitor on everything. Who's ever really knocked out Bisbing? That dude looks like number three on the evolution right. chart. Um, <laughs> except for Dan Henderson. But I, I, I don't think that Henderson, he's got Henderson's power. I mean, who else stopped Bisbing? Bisbing was stopped by Henderson. He was stopped by uh, uh, Vitor Belfort. Those are two guys. I don't think Rockhold has that, that kind of power. Whoa. So. Fred the net. All right. Also on the card. Let's see who else we got on the card. I know people are going to go, just so you know, Bisping was stopped. They're going to give me like, uh, the, whenever I get a fucking, a when, whenever I get a, a, a fact wrong, people always want to DM me or, hey, just so you know, uh, this person, but you know, Mike Goldberg was fired because he didn't know a stat. I'm like, uh, I think Goldberg might have got fired because he cursed people out on Twitter. Maybe. <laughs> From, yeah. So Ross Pearson, Al Iaquinta. I, I like Al Iaquinta, but he can't fuck with Ross Pearson. Yeah, Ross is fucking. So you guys think Ross Pearson will win? Yeah. Why? Because he's fast as shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. And aggressive. Yeah, super aggressive. Fast and aggressive. That's why he's going to win? Really? Speed kills, man. Speed does kill. Speed does kill. Speed does kill. No shorts. Okay. I think Al's going to win. I think, look, you look at all these, both these guys. I was looking at their guys that they've, they're both on huge winning streaks. Although Al lost to Mitch, Mitch Clark, but that was a submission that I, I don't think anyone's ever seen coming. It was the first ever... Inverted, inverted darts from the bottom, um, and Ross Pearson was losing the fight against uh, who was it? He was losing. He was losing a fight that got stopped. I think it was against Melvin Gallard. Um, but he, you know, he may he might have come back. I think Al's got this. I do. I, I think. I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, maybe I like both these guys. He liked it, he liked it. Yeah, that's fucking sick. So I think Al's got this. All right, let's see who else we got. Uh, so. Uh, the Hulk Palau against Walt Harris. Look at Harris looks so short in that picture. <laughs> Somebody's getting knocked out in this fight. Harris is 0-2 in the UFC, but he's a good fighter. But he's he's just he got stopped twice. No, he he lost uh, to Jared Rockhold, a uh, Rockhold, um, who's a great wrestler. He lost to I forgot some other uh, Eastern European guy. He lost. Soa lost his last fight to Jared Rockhold. Uh, I think so has got this. The big ticket? That's an awesome name. Actually, no, I'm taking that back. Walt Harris has this. Who wins this? <laughs> Walt Harris. Why? I don't know. I don't know. I just have a good feeling about him. <laughs> Thanks, Marina. <laughs> okay. I'm going with Walt Harris, too, because he looks like number three on the evolution chart. Thanks. That's, that's not racist. Okay. All right. So. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> man. Who else we got? Uh, Robert Whitaker against Clint Hester. Forrest Whitaker. Uh, this should be a good fight. Clint Hester's no joke. Uh, I think he's gonna win. Robert he's just, look, a, he's just looking at him. No, Clint. Clint is a go- really good fighter. The head bossa. The head bossa. <laughs> head busa. Head busa. It's head bossa. What is that? What does that mean? What does head busa mean? Busa. I don't know. It's bossa, like the bus heads. I bust heads. I'm the head bossa. Oh, light bulb! I got you. Here comes the head bossa. All right, all right. So we. Go- Murder. All right, so we got so we, we got Clint. All right, who else is on this card? Let's see. All right, we got our, our boy Jake Matthews came on the show. Remember the young kid that was going yeah. to college? Yeah. Against uh, Australia, he right? Yeah. Like, he looks like a tougher version of Bieber. He is. He's he's a great kid. He want he um. He does look like a tougher version of Justin Bieber. By the way, you see that kid Alex from Target? 
There's no, a kid. I heard about that. AFT. Though. On Twitter. You hear about that? Uh-uh. Some kid on Twitter, a 17-year-old kid, posted a picture of him at Target. He goes, hi, my name is Alex. I work at Target. He now has a half million followers on Twitter because girls think he's cute. Yeah. That's, that's it. Just he because looks like Bieber. He looks like Bieber yeah. and he works at Target. And now all these girls are like, oh, my God, Alex at Target. What, what is wrong with this world? It's like I the, 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 um, the headshot dude, the um, – Oh, the guy, the the, uh, the mugshot guy. Yeah, mugshot. I get Jake Matthews has four thousand followers. <laughs> He's in the UFC, professional athlete. Alex from Target has half a million followers. Put a Target shirt on him. This is just, yeah. This world's fucking oh crazy. Oh my god, that's brilliant. How like come out like as a walkout? Have Target as your like sponsor. Jake from Target. Yeah. With the name tag in it. No, but I'm saying because like it's that would be. You think so? Yeah, fuck so, yeah. So who's winning that fight between... Jake's, uh, Jake's going to win that. Anthony Parash is like 97 years old. Parosh. But, but he's still got a amazing... I mean, he knocked out Vinny in 12 seconds. Dude, he got, But he got hammered. What was that one fight where he got knocked out like in five seconds? Who, Anthony? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like... Yeah. <laughs> he gets the fence with his mouth like... He's like 40 years old. Inocente. Inocente. Who is, who is that? Uh, that's Guto. That, that's Guto. You don't know Guto Inocente? No, me neither. All right, so... Uh, who wins this fight? The hippo. I got, I got, I got Gudo. I, I got Gudo also. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That guy's like just, 70. Perosh looks like George Perosh is awesome. He's awesome. I just think he might have had one too many fights. The and, plastic and, hippo. And I say that with respect. <laughs> all right. So, uh, all right. The next thing. Uh, let's go. Moving on to the Saturday night's fights. Mauricio Shogun Hua against OSP. Are you down with OSP? Yeah, you know me. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm down with OSP. I think OSP what, can pull what? this out if he gets fucking engaged, man. This dude, he has all the physical tools to be the best on the planet, but what was the last fight? Ryan we were Bader. Texting? Yeah, Ryan Bader. He just did not pull the trigger. He was just, Bader's an all-American wrestler. Yeah, but he could, I mean. Shogun's not a, I, I like Shogun. Another guy that I think might be a little past his prime and, I, and uh, you know, Legend, 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 legend. But I think OSP is going to win this. Yeah. yeah. I think I think I think OSP he's, he's going to catch him. I didn't watch his fight with Bader. It was boring. It was boring. A lot of humping involved. A lot of snoring. Yes. All right. So, <laughs> next one. Uh, Uncle Creepy versus John Lineker. This is the fight I'm looking forward to. Uncle Creepy um, recently said that no one gives a shit about the 125 pound division. The men, at least, uh, there are, there's no women but 125. But he says no one gives a shit about them. Uh, Lineker said he's going to knock him out and turn his mo- his mustache into a mohawk, um, <laughs> and then he called him a talking cricket, which <laughs> I think it's pretty funny actually. That's pretty funny. <laughs> a kind of looks like a talking cricket actually. Yeah. Uh, who wins? I hate his shorts. Uncle Creepy or John Lineker? Uh, it's hard for me. I, I, I don't, I don't know. Lineker, I don't know. Lineker's yeah, missed what? Wi- I'm going with Uncle Creepy. Uh, I, I hope Creepy wins. I'm going Creepy too. I'm going Creepy. Yeah. On speed, but Lineker hits. I mean, he's got hands Lineker. of stone. Unlike, <laughs> unlike Matt Riddle, who has hands of stoned. Um, but I mean, by the way, Riddle is going into the WWE, or he's trying out to be right, a pro wrestler. Pro wrestler. Yeah. I, he, I guess he's going to be stone cold Matt Riddle. <laughs> So, Cold Stone. <laughs> uh, Alan Yuban against uh, Alves. Alves, they're throwing him against somebody. This guy is 9 and 0. Yeah, He's like a black belt. Juban. He won the Ultimate Fighter. No, this guy, I'm talking about no, I'm saying, Wally I mean, I like Alves. Yuban just because he's, like, he's he, friends of the show. Yeah, he came on the show. Studio. Yeah, he's a friend of mine. I used to train with this guy. Uh, I think Alan's going to pull it off. You? I'm going Warley. Why? Because look at his record. 
Yeah, he's Look at a- his stats. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, all right. Let's next point. <laughs> uh, anybody else that we. Uh, give a about, uh, oh, we give a shit about all of them, all the fighters. <laughs> uh, however, Charlie Brenneman, this guy has no luck. This guy, they keep giving him these fucking monsters. He, he's he look at his if you look at Charlie Brennan's UFC like in, in guy, the UFC. This, this guy is so badass he won't even face him. He's facing the other one. <laughs> and Brennan looks like a homeless Ronald McDonald. But, <laughs> but look he at looks look like at, Ben Askren's brother. He does. But look at Charlie Brennan's – look at his stats. If he, it, 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 he has not done very well in the UFC. He did win. He beat, he beat Rick Story and he beat someone else. But look at if you click on DJ Charlie Brennan. I was looking at him last night actually. Uh, his last. Five fights in the UFC, and granted, he, t- he took some time off, won some smaller promotion fights, but uh, in the UFC, his last five fights. Look at this. Uh... <laughs> Jesus, N- not Danny Castillo. Ooh. Danny Castillo, Castillo, uh, Benny submission, Kyle Noak knocked out one round, Eric Silva first round sub, Anthony Johnson first round knockout. His last fight in the UFC was in 2011 against Rick Story. So he, he won his first four to five in the UFC, but lost his last five fights. So I hope Charlie wins. Uh, I know that Charlie's a guy that they go to when they need somebody, and he's down to fight all the time. But, uh, man, he, they're needs giving, he needs a win. And he's he fighting needs this. to go in there and win. Yes. Come on, Charlie. Exactly. Well, listen, people. <laughs> that is our podcast. Uh, thank you, everybody who called in. Uh, Anthony Magana. Hopefully, we'll have her on soon. Anthony Magana. Anthony Magana. Yes. Uh, Angela Magana. Uh, anything you want to promote, Marina Shafir? No. <laughs> Thank you. Toddrex.com, T O D D R E X X.com, at uh, Twitter and Facebook as well. Uh, I, I will be these two in X's. Follow me, Tulsa, assholes. Oklahoma, this week, leaving tomorrow. Looney Ben. Do- Looney Ben. I'm doing nice. shows with Gerald, with Gerald Harris. Nice. All week. Uh, I'm doing a benefit tomorrow for his friend who died of cancer, who's a wrestler. Tomorrow night, Looney Ben. Hopefully, you guys can make it. Um, for the person's family, obviously. Right. Uh, and. Uh, MMA Roasted or AdamHunter.com or Adam Comedian or Adam Comedian on Instagram. And uh, thank you so much for listening to our show. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks, DJ Shrill from Fox Sports.